Welcome, everyone, to, well, quite frankly, the last edition of Suplexes. Uh, we are, if you listened to uh podcast yesterday, or the save points, we're, we, we made some changes. We'll talk about that again later in the show. Uh, I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, Nathan. Yeah, kind of sad, but new beginnings. It's going to be all right. Everything's going to be just fine, but we have... Probably one of the biggest news story news shows we've ever done. Um, we have a lot of news to get to. Depending on how it goes, it could be the biggest news story in wrestling history. Uh, we have a lot to get to. Uh, we've got we're going to be obviously talking Jeff Hardy. We're going to be talking Vince McMahon. We're going to be talking Sasha Banks. We're going to be talking Paige. Uh, plus, we're going to be talking New Japan, AEW, WWE. All the shows. Plus, we're going to be previewing and predicting Slam Anniversary. So we got a lot to do on this show. I don't even know where to begin. Do you want to begin with just the news and get all that out of the way? Yeah, let's do the news first. Okay. So first, we'll start with. I don't know if we mentioned this last week. Um, we may have, but uh, Paige is officially going to be gone from WWE in next month. I think it was. Um, yes. She put a statement out saying that. Uh, her time has come, and she said that she did not want to leave. Uh, she said that she wanted to resign, that she has been pitching ideas this whole time she's been gone, and uh, it's WWE's decision to not resign her. I guess they feel like someone who they say can't wrestle is not valuable. Um, she could be a manager, but WWE don't like managers, so that's pretty sad, honestly. It's like this chick is just sitting there trying anything. Yeah. To get on TV. He's like, and the crowd likes her. That's what I don't get. Yeah. The crowd pops hardcore for the, her and they just, they just, they don't care. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't give a shit. Um, it's weird too. It's just, yeah, it, it kind of sucks. Um, she said she pitched to work with Ronda Rousey. She pitched to work with, like, she, she was pitching, um, a lot of stuff and they just, they just turned her down. And they basically made the decision to not resign her. And so she's going to be a free agent. Um, she did say that she does plan on wrestling again. Um, which, I mean, it could happen. Look, she was been, she's been out for, what has it been, like five, six years now? Yeah. So over time, her neck can get better. Edge came back. Um, Stone Cold came back. Like all well, these guys... The, the thing about her neck injury is uh, it, it came out. Uh, I'm sure it's come out before this, but I just recently heard that her neck injury wasn't a um, wasn't a bone issue or a joint issue or nerve issue. It was a muscle issue. Ooh. So that might be a little different than a bone issue. Like maybe it's not as bad as some of these other people if it's a muscle issue so maybe she's recovered maybe she's fine and good to go we don't know yeah i mean i mean she said she feels great um and i'm sure she's you know being a wrestler i'm sure she's got the bug and i'm sure she's been bumping or trying to do something you know um so we'll be interesting to see she would be free to sign anywhere i don't know if AEW would take her that would be a huge boost, even as just like a manager. That would be a huge boost to that women's roster. 
as it is kind of lackluster. I mean, they've they've increased it here recently with some of the signings, but still not the like the best wrestlers over there. And if they can pick up Paige, that would be a huge boost to the roster. Um, but Impact, she could go back to England, even though I think she's comfortable living here in America now. She's she's engaged or whatever, so um, she could go to Stardom. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. She could do women of wrestling. You know, AJ's over there. Her and AJ are friends. Maybe her she'll go AJ, do... Maybe her and AJ have a, you know, the big moment. That, yeah, maybe she'll go, go work for AJ's show and women of wrestling. Who knows? I mean, or Maria's got a women's show now. So uh, there, there's plenty of opportunities and avenues now for her to go without it being AEW for, for you know, for sure. So we'll keep an eye on it, though. It's going to be interesting to see... Uh, what happens there because you know yeah. she's a great talent whether it be on the mic in the ring whatever she does she's valuable even just as like a mentor even though she's I've, young <laughs> but her, we, we saw her as valuable apparently WWE did not yeah um even though she's super young her experience is still outrageous so even as like younger than some other women, she could probably still teach them shit because she's been wrestling since she was like twelve. So yeah, exactly. I mean, she's yeah, got more yeah. experience than women who have been, you know, who are like twice her age, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the new stories we got, Ryan. Uh, Let's go to Sasha. So Sasha is this is an interesting uh, story. Only one person. <laughs> More speculation well, than the story, honestly. Yeah, only one person has broken this news. It has not been confirmed by anybody else. It has not been, like, you know, collaborated with. Raj, oh, what's his name? Raj Giri, or Giri. Um, he has broken a lot of news, and he has, as everyone's in the news world said, he has very, like, reliable sources. Um, he was with Wrestling Inc., he has said that, according to his source, that Sasha Banks has been released. Um, but Sean Ross Sapp and all of the other, you know, big news guys, Dave Meltzer and all of them, have said they have not heard anything. That they have reached well, out to WWE and that WWE is not. Well, they didn't say they didn't say anything. They just didn't know. Like, they reached out to people and they go, well, as far as we know, she's not, but we don't know. So... Right. Well, the re most recent update to this story has been that reports are that her lawyers are trying to get her released. So, well, and look, I think this is more of a case of her just, I don't even know if she wants to wrestle anymore. You know? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think she, she did that Star Wars show and she got the acting bug. And I think. She's like, I could do that. And she still might occasionally wrestle. But I really think she wants to try acting for a little bit. And she just wants, she didn't want to do the grind of wrestling anymore. Well, you know, and that could be. But also, I think it is. I think it is also that, you know, she was one of the best chicks they had. Yeah. And she was in that Star Wars show. They should have promoted the hell out of it. And they didn't. Even if it was and, just a minor role, which is what it was, like it wasn't, you know, yeah, she wasn't like a main star or anything. I'm telling but, you, yeah, because I'm telling you right now, with her being Snoop Dogg's cousin, her yeah. being, getting that show, she could have been a big crossover. She could have been the biggest women's crossover star oh, they've had. 
she could way bigger. Yeah, she could have been the biggest thing ever. You know, she's. And that's probably why she's upset. Honestly. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I still they feel like they only, want, they only want Stone Cold and The Rock to yeah. be the crossover star and John Cena. That's it. They don't want any other crossover stars. They can, they can say they do, but they don't. Yeah. I, I still am on the train of she did it in the unprofessionally. Oh, yeah. um, but I understand her reasoning for being upset. I understand why she would feel like they don't care about me here because they never promoted her. She's been on, she does TV shows all the time. She was on Hot Ones and she does, and they do never hear that we talk about it. She was like going out and doing all these interviews and doing all this stuff and all, and you never heard about it. But if, God forbid, John Cena is not even in the company anymore, does a red carpet, they're like, hey, John Cena, he was over here doing this. Yeah. Or Roman Reigns, they were like, hey, he, he had a snippet in Fast and Furious. Um, yeah, I don't. So again, as far as we know, she has not been released. Uh, but I would assume it might be coming very soon. Absolutely. Um, and if not, then uh, I, I I seriously doubt we will. I I, I seriously doubt we will ever see her again in WWE. I, I feel like she is for whether they fire or not, she's never coming back, regardless. So. Right. We and, don't know about Naomi. Naomi has been. They've both been like radio silent. The thing and about Naomi is she's been there almost as long as Natalia. Yeah. So her, you know, I, I know she doesn't. Apparently, she doesn't want to have kids because <laughs> you think she would have done that by now. So maybe that's maybe I it mean, is though. Maybe she's ready to stop and have a family, and she. Just, I mean, that could be. That and could she took be. this opportunity of Sasha. She said, "You know what." Fuck it, I'm gonna go do. <laughs> uh, reports were that she was in the middle of renegotiating a contract, so I maybe she was on. Maybe they offered her. Maybe they lowballed her. They probably did. I mean, well, we can understand why they would, and when we get to a story later with this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's um, move on. Let's move on. Um. So this week in wrestling has been completely terrible. Um. As far as news comes out, before we get to the two worst stories of the week. A new report comes out today regarding Randy Orton. And uh, it is apparently, they are fearing that Randy Orton could be out the rest of the year. Um, would you add that to Cody Rhodes being out for the rest of the year, probably? They have no stars. They're, they're, Roman Reigns is part-time. They have literally no marketable, marketable stars right now. They have the Seth Rollins. Is, the world is burning in WWE right now. It's got to be like DEFCON 1 over there. Like, they have no... Their two biggest names, Cody Rose and, and, and Orton, are gone. Cena's going to come back, but he's not going to be back full-time. Roman's not full-time. They have no champions. Any, none of the championships mean anything anymore. You've got a world champion who's ever on the show, and you've got the SmackDown Women's Champion who's barely ever on the show. It, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They They... Because clearly they were building to Orton and Reigns. That was like, you know, because they took yeah. him out. So you would think he would come back and make this hero return. But if he's out the rest of the year, that shifts their whole plan. Now what do you do? Because now they book themselves in the corner with this riddle situation. I say you do a wonky finish on SmackDown. And you make it to where Riddle gets his shot 
I guess it's SummerSlam because apparently Roman Reigns ain't going to wrestle at Money in the Bank. See, this makes no and, sense, though. Because they said he, oh, he's only going to do stadium shows and stuff. Why is he doing SmackDown? Yeah. Why is he going to wrestle on SmackDown? Just put this match on Money in the Bank. If he's going to mm-hmm. wrestle on SmackDown, just wrestle at Money in the Bank. This makes no sense. It makes zero sense. <sighs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, I hope this that, that this SmackDown finish is something like you said, wonky and something they can book around and give them a rematch out of. Because if not, they booked themselves into a corner. Now there are no credible challengers at all for Reigns at SummerSlam, their biggest show, second biggest show of the year, other than Drew McIntyre. But he's clearly gunning for the. He's going to get the title shot at Clash of the Castle probably. Yeah. So who else would get a title shot at SummerSlam? Who do they have? What, all they got is Edge and all they got is Edge Rollins and AJ Styles. That's Edge it. is probably going to feud with Finn Balor. So, I mean, that's literally all they got. Yeah, AJ is a guy you could always just pluck in. You know, he's been on a losing streak here or whatever, but he's so credible that you could just pluck him in and it's hot and it'd be believable. So Edge, yeah, or AJ, yeah, and Seth, yeah, but. Seth's going to Money in the Bank. I, I don't know, man. WWE's in a firestorm right now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I guess we'll jump to this and we'll. Um, this so, this was a story that I first saw and was like, "That's crazy," you know. That's and but then you think about it and you're like, "Oh, it makes sense." <laughs> um, Vince McMahon is under investigation by the WWE board board of directors. Um, due to a what was a Wall Street Journal was the original uh, post of this. Right. Um, so this is this is a long this is there's a lot to this. Well, let's um, not get too into it. But yeah. So apparently, the, the the gist of it is there is a woman that worked for him who was a paralegal, and her and Vince had a sexual relationship. Um. The, the thing about it that's weird is she was making $150,000 a year. And then I don't know if it was right around the same time or after or what, but she got a pay raise, which is where the eye raising thing comes in. Of, is that legal? Is that, you know, um, but she was with Vince. She had a relationship with him. It was consensual. WWE had put out a statement to the Wall Street Journal saying they did not deny it. Uh, basically, their statement was just that it, it, it was a consensual relationship. So apparently they're they're not denying it they're pretty much saying this happened which is insane um but the worst part of the story is that when vince was apparently done with her and this was all emails sent to wwe by the alleged victim or alleged person's best friend it was a it was an anonymous yes uh friend the uh friend of the victim yes um after vince was done with her he apparently just passed her, and they used the words like a toy, uh, that was the words they used, to John Laurinaitis, who then had a relationship with this woman. She then began working for John Laurinaitis as his assistant, which again seems kind of crossing that line. And then she left, and Vince McMahon paid her $3 million and made her sign a NDA to where she could not discuss anything that happened. Now, the thing is, it's apparently he paid the $3 million out of his own funds. It was not using WWE funds. So 
but this is insane. Um, and it's not insane of, I can't believe this happened because it's Vince and it's very, I 100% believe this, but it's insane of the ramifications that could come from this. Um, I don't see it happening, but there is a chance that there's enough, if there is enough, you know, pressure from, well, they are digging into this because there apparently are a lot more of these payments to other women. Yeah. And if they find out that he's done this a bunch, the public pressure will get, will be big. The public pressure will be big, but that also could be NBC and Fox could say, look, we don't want to do business with you anymore. If you're going to still be here. Um, that's against our image. That's against what we want. And right. This could lead to Vince voluntarily stepping down or being voted out. I mean, they have, even though he has like majority control, there are still avenues for the board of directors to vote him out. Um, and I think it would take like a majority and it would take like a bunch of the office, like the majority of employees would have to agree with this, but, um, but the public pressure, this would be like the steroid trial and maybe the Crispin wall tragedy. This is like the, the worst though to be has looked in oh, a long yeah. time. And I guarantee you, John Laurinaitis is going to lose his job. Um, and I think Vince is going to try to make him the fall guy to this. But if the public keeps the pressure on and in, investors maybe start backing out and advertisement starts backing out, that's where it's going to hit them the most. And that's where they will have to make it, uh, the decision that they never thought they'd have to do. <laughs> it's going to get interesting. And they said that. As of today, people are heading towards, you know, whatever city there are for SmackDown. Uh, that's going to be an intense locker room. Uh, well, uh, reports are that it's business as usual. I, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'd be able to react, like, if I was working for him. I mean, technically, I, I, he didn't really do much illegal. It's just immoral. Um, it's weird. He's 76 and this girl was probably in her twenties. She's in her forties, but yeah, in her forties and he's married, but now room reports are saying that him and Linda haven't been together for a long time, which I don't blame her. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently she's been living in Florida like by herself. So. Um, but yeah, they find out he's been doing this a lot and there's more women out there and that he had NDAs and that he's paid off. That would look bad because that'd be like a serial thing. You know, he's done it a lot. That makes him look worse. So. Oh, this could get this could be a story that could change professional wrestling. Um, it could or it could not. And he'll be still in charge and th- no one will talk about this in a month. Who knows? Vince McMahon seems untouchable, but you never know. Only, only wrestling, Ryan. Only in wrestling. Yes. Yeah. If this happened to any other CEO, they'd be fired instantly. But there's like, if Roger Goodell of the NFL was caught doing this, he'd be out instantly. He'd be gone. Right. right. But Vince McMahon does it, and everyone's just kind of like, that's Vince. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's so fucking bizarre. Wrestling is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> like, it's so I agree. And uh, now 
You're right. Oh, you got another story? Well, we got the big one. Oh, oh. The one I don't want to talk about, and I'm going to, I, I will say this right now. This is the only time I'm talking about this individual. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, I am done. I, this is the one and only time we'll talk about this. And uh, I refuse to discuss this anymore. Because to me, this person has had enough chances. This person has has ruined their reputation. And, and in my opinion, does not belong in the wrestling business ever again. Of course, this is Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, who famously left WWE and said, I don't need to go to rehab. I'm fine. I'm clean. Was arrested again on Monday. Um in Florida, uh, for DUI, also a couple other things. Um, this dude should have been, after what he pulled in Impact, that should have been his last moment ever in wrestling. We gave and, that him, long, and that was a long time ago. And they gave him another chance. And then he fucked up again in WWE. And they gave him another chance. And now he's fucked up again. And they're probably going to give him another chance. But the gist of it, he was arrested. Um, there's a new video out that was literally just posted today uh, for the New York Post um, that shows Jeff Hardy drinking whiskey the night before. So, uh, what, what? Why, man? Like, if you know you're an alcoholic, do, do, you're Jeff Hardy. Can you not hire someone to, like, watch you? I don't get this. Like, and the worst part about this is he was driving in the middle of the day. It was like 930 when he was pulled over a.m. on a busy highway with he could have. He's very lucky he did not kill himself or somebody else. Yes, I have no excuse. I, I do. I anytime there's a DUI case, I said the same thing when Jimmy Uso was arrested. There is I have no sympathy for people who drive under the influence. I, there's no excuse for it, especially in 2022. Hire a driver, get an Uber. What the fuck are you doing? Um, but AEW has to spit it in without pay. Um, should have been fired. I will stand by that. He should have been fired. I will say this, and if anyone, I hope he does jail time, but I also hope he does a serious rehab and gets his shit together. But I also never want to see him back again. And right, if AEW totally brings him back, I might be fucking done with that company. I'm going to be honest. Um, he's 44. Like, there's nothing left for him to fucking do in this. Just, I hope he's gone forever. He's ruined it for me. I, he was one of my favorites, but this last arrest is what it put me over the edge. I'm, you know, like, just, dude, grow up. Like, grow up and be a man. <laughs> like, I know this is going to catch some hell if people listen to this and all the Jeff Hardy fans will be mad, but. You know what? I got my opinion, and my opinion is this guy needs jail time maybe to finally realize what he's doing is serious, and maybe he'll fucking learn his lesson then. Um, he was suspended without pay, and then they said he has to go to rehab and be clean before he can be brought back, which, again, I don't want to see that happen. Right. So that's all I got. I'm Like I said, I'm not going to talk about this topic again. Uh, to me, Jeff Hardy is – I'm over it. Um and the only time I'll talk about it again is if AEW stupidly brings him back and I will shit on that company and then I'll be done with them. So <laughs> now, right, let's get to the, let's get to the, uh, the week of wrestling here. Um, 
SmackDown was not great. Is it uh, ever anymore? <laughs> we have a new Intercontinental Champion. We barely had an Intercontinental Champion before. Yeah. But now we have a new one. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sucked. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I like Walter or Gunther, but I don't know, dude. His SmackDown run's been kind of not the greatest. Yeah. I don't, I think it's, I honestly, I mean, I like, you know, I, I'm all for people being healthy and him getting in shape, but I think him losing all that weight has made him just look like another dude. Yeah, I know. It, he is, he's not as intimidating anymore no. as he used to. He's still trying to wrestle like it, though. Yeah. <clears throat> he still does all the big man moves. He still does the, and it's just like, but he beat uh, Ricochet clean. So yep. middle of the ring. Yeah. That was like the biggest thing that happened on SmackDown. Uh, Riddle beat Sami Zayn to earn a title opportunity. Um, also, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus uh, wrestled with a money in the bank qualifier. Ended him a double disqualification, and this went on through two commercial breaks. This was the longest fucking segment I have ever seen. Him. It, it just kept going. They kept fighting and kept fighting and kept fighting. It was not only that. Apparently, it's going to continue on next week. Yeah, uh, they both went to Adam Pierce in the manner they include them in the match. Um, Lacey Evans beat Xia Lee to qualify for the Money in the Bank. So awesome! She finally wrestled again. Xia Lee, Xia uh, Lee cut a decent promo. She did, yeah. She looked good in this match. It wasn't terrible. The Viking Raiders are coming back again. You know, they were already on the show. Now they're acting like they're new. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was about it. Rousey, Ronda Rousey defeated Shotzi. Um, and then Natalia attacked her afterwards. Because Natalia is once again number one contender. Why? Why not, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that was SmackDown. Was not great. No. Um, Rampage for last week as well. Was eh, a little better. A little better than SmackDown. Um, <laughs> we had Jack, Jack, Jake Hager versus Eddie Kingston to kick off the show. It um, went way longer than I thought it would. Yeah, this was this just kept happening, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to see these two wrestle for this long." <laughs> um, Eddie hit him with two spinning back fists, which I think is the worst move in wrestling. And he gets the win. <laughs> so Eddie Kingston wins. I mean, I, I can't. I guess I can't say that though, because we did. What do we just saw UFC fight in with the spinning back fist? So I guess it's legitimate. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> I guess I can't be too mad at it because I just saw someone get their ass beat with it. So never mind. I guess it is a good move. <laughs> um, Satnam Singh made his debut, teaming with Jay Lethal, and they won very quickly. Yeah, not much to talk about there. Yeah. Red Velvet took on Chris Statlander. This was better. You know, these guys have wrestled enough now. They've wrestled enough that their matches keep getting progressively better. <laughs> they, <laughs> you know, when they first wrestled a long time ago, they were terrible, but they're getting better. This match was not bad. I, you know, this was a good match. Um, and then Statlander won. Yeah, uh, Red Velvet, since she's joined the baddie section, has not uh, 
Not been faring too well. No, she's lost every match. Uh, the baddies uh, beat down Statlander, but then Anna Jay came out to uh, even the odds, and then Athena also came out. So, then your main event: FTR teams with Trent Beretta to take on Will Ospreay, making his uh, AEW debut, and Aussie Open: Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. Aussie Open's better than I thought they were. They were really impressed, impressive here. I've never seen them. This is my first look at them, and uh, I was I was impressed. They look good. And surprisingly, uh, uh, Trent uh, Trent Beretta got the win. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, this is why I thought this was leading a different way than what happened on Ramp Dynamite, which we'll get to. Because I right. thought this was leading to a Trent and Osprey match. But, no, AEW decided to go in a way different <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh, direction there. Um, yeah, so Rampage, pretty good. SmackDown, eh. Eh. Uh, let's go to Raw, Monday Night Raw. Well, before Raw, let's talk New Japan real quick. Oh, yeah, because New Japan uh, New Japan did a lot of title changes over the weekend. Yeah, uh, we got a new heavyweight champion, Ryan. Yeah. Um, Switchblade Jay White has taken the the IWGP Heavyweight Championship from Okada. Um, actually, did, I did not see that coming. I didn't see that coming either, especially with this Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming, and they were kind of yeah. hinting at matches with, with Okada. And now, yeah. Um, what was this on? The, the, the Duntaku, right? Is that when all this? What was the name of the show that they had? Dominion. 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 Um, Will Ospreay uh, also is the new United States champion uh, as he defeated Sonata to become... Uh, he took the vacant title. They stripped... In a weird situation, they stripped Juice Robinson because New Japan has a rule where if you're... If you are advertised for a show and you don't and you don't defend it, then you have to be stripped. But he told that he couldn't wrestle. He's, he's like, sick. So... I don't know why they ever just, they should have just never promoted him. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's how it changed. Carl Anderson defeated Tama Tonga to become the new never open weight championship. That's his first singles title. <clears throat> Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb defeated Chase Owens and Badwalk Fallway to become the new IWGP tag team champions. Yeah. And uh, we have a new <laughs> King of Pro Wrestling Championship, Shingo Takagi. What happened to Shingo? Yeah, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> this was like a, what was it, like a 10-minute match, most falls wins or something? Something like that. It wasn't just most falls. It was most pinfall, like, counts. So Yeah, weird, weird rules. Yeah, so at one point, Shingo, who was this against? Uh, tai Chi. Yeah, Tai Chi down, Ryan. Pinned him, and uh, you know Tai Chi kicked out, but then he just covered him again and just kept his foot on him. And I'm pretty sure he got like up to like a 12 count, which is insane. Uh, very interesting match to say the least. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the AW AW interim championship eliminator match. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Hiroki Goto, which everyone was expecting. So it'll be Tanahashi and Moxley at Forbidden Door. Right. Yay. I think we all know where that's heading. 
Yeah. Also, uh, since we're talking New Japan, uh, the G1 this year is uh, very interesting. Uh, the G1 is huge this year. <laughs> um, this is the 32nd one. Uh, we have a lot of people. Uh, way more than usual. 28. Um, yeah, and so um, Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, Goto, Tonga, Shingo Takagi, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fallway, Yojiro Takahashi, Evil, Filthy Tom Lawler, Juice Robinson, Jonah, Yoshihashi, Toro Yano, Tomohiro Ishii, Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, Aaron Hanare, Will Ospreay. So that whole group's in here almost. <laughs> Sonata, Jay White, Kenta, El Phantasmo, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., Lance Archer, and David Finley. That is the participants in the G1. And that kicks off today, I think. Yeah, and there's four four uh, brackets this year. Yeah. Four brackets of seven, so every person has to wrestle six matches. And then they do the most, finals. Most yeah. points most points out of the six matches get you to the finals out of each bracket. I guess they're going to do a, a – Are they going to do uh, like a like a semifinals? Final. Yeah, I guess it's going to be like a, a, a final four or something. Yeah. The largest field in G1 Climax history. So Yeah. That's interesting. It's going to be interesting. But like I said, we kind of know who's going to win the AEW title because Tanahashi is in the G1. And I really doubt they're going to put the AEW title on someone who's not going to be in America for two months. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, Very that'd, true. Be kind of, that'd be kind of shitty to, to take the title off Punk to put on somebody else who's not going to be around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Japan's getting pretty interesting, though. I think I need to catch back up. <laughs> I haven't been watching, so I need to maybe uh, watch some of these shows here. And G1 could be pretty good. We'll see. We will see indeed. Uh, G1 Climax 32. Like I said, I think it's kicking off like today. So. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it goes through August. <clears throat> through August and uh, yeah. August. There ain't much going on in August, Ryan. No, we have no other pay-per-views that month, so yeah, <laughs> we might be doing some G one, a lot of G one talk <laughs> today, month yeah. of August, because it was weird pay-per-view schedule this year. <laughs> All right, let's go to Raw. Do we have to? Uh, <laughs> Raw. Trust me, I don't know. WWE Raw kicked off with Miz TV with Paul Heyman. Uh, they were interrupted by Riddle, and basically this has led to Paul Heyman saying that on SmackDown, if Riddle wins, he's a universal champion. If he loses, he will never receive another shot as long as Reigns is undisputed champion, which is why I said they booked themselves into a hole now with the Randy Orton situation. Or the Randy Orton situation is a work. Who knows? Maybe. Could be a work. Um, other than that, Riddle ended up wrestling on this show. He defeated Champa because <laughs> Champa sucks now, I guess. He just can't do anything. What the fuck? He just beats people up from behind. And, yeah. But he never wins a match. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. What, what are they doing with Champa? <sighs> uh, elsewhere on the show, Jimmy Uso defeated Montez Ford by pinfall. Oscar and Lynch got into it. Uh, before... They're feuding. Lynch was supposed to wrestle Dana Brooke again. 
But uh, also can't remember to pick her out. Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan defeated Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. This was a tag team match, but the two winners qualified for Money in the Bank. So Alexa Nikki finally and... had different attire. Yeah, she turned black, so she's a heel. She's a super villain now. She had black attire. <laughs> uh, but Alexa and Liv qualified for Money in the Bank. Ezekiel defeated Kevin Owens via countout uh, while Owens kept yelling, it's Elias to the announcers. And then Ezekiel announced after the match that Elias would hold a concert next week. I'm very intrigued as hell to what the fuck they do there. <laughs> Is he going to come out in a fake wig? I hope, like a fake beard. I think so. I think that's what's going to happen. It's either going to be that or they're going to do like a pre-recorded like bef- from the past thing or something. But they said it's going to be a concert. I don't know. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Uh, MVP wrestles. He defeated Cedric Alexander in a very short match. Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles to qualify for the money in the bank. Um, we heard from Judgment Day. <laughs> Chad Gable defeated Mustafa Ali. So, way to go, Ali. You came back and now. You know, I'm, I think they should make Ali and uh, Oh, Cedric. I think they should bring back them as a tag team again. The heart no. and soul of Raw, you know, make it happen. Might as well. They're both doing nothing. nothing. They got nothing for them. Yeah. Uh, Veer Mahan defeated Rey Mysterio, and then Lashley and Theory had a pose down. <laughs> um, Theory, Lashley ended up winning, but then Theory squirted baby oil in Lashley's eyes. And then that's how the show ended. Yes, it ended with him spraying baby oil and then taking selfies. And that was the main event of the show. Fucking hell. So they're going to wrestle at Money in the Bank, I assume. Way, I to ass- send your, way to send your fans home happy. Let me tell you. I assume that it's looking like Theory is going to wrestle Cena at SummerSlam, just by all the social media posts and like everything they're doing. It looks like that's where they're heading. Um, so obviously he's probably going to beat Lashley at Money in the Bank, but we'll see, I guess. There's another episode of Raw. It was just the same 10 people we see every week. Yeah. Uh, it's a three-hour show, but they have like a, such a shitty roster. They can't like fit. They don't have enough people. So they have the same damn people all show. <sighs> anyway, NXT happened as well. Kick this show off with a tag team title match. Uh, Anofi and Blade challenging the Creed Brothers. Anofi and Blade look good here. Um, the only thing I didn't like is uh, Ryan. I don't think I have ever said this. This match may have set the record <laughs> for the most goddamn drop kicks and rest holds <laughs> I, have, I have ever seen. Dude, they threw a million drop kicks in this match. <laughs> it was. It was drop kick rest hold, drop kick rest hold. Yeah, like, Nofi and Blade just threw drop kicks the whole match. <laughs> um, obviously the Creed brothers ended up winning. Um, Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henry, Henley, uh, Fallon Henley gets to win with a row up because I like course, Fallon Henry better. Fallon Henry. Uh, Wesley and Zion Quinn. Uh, Wesley wins with a flying corkscrew move off the top. Very impressive. Uh, I didn't expect we to win this match. So, hey, at least they're using them, buddy. Well, 
you know, both these matches, Stratton and and this Lee match, both were like three minutes long. Yeah, they weren't much. And the best part was after the match when you had what's that? What's the tall guy's name? The tall guy. You know, the dude that was the other. Uh, oh, uh, ju- uh, um. Oh my God, what is his name? It's, I'm blanking, dude. Me too. Anyway. <laughs> He was Veer's partner. Yeah. And uh, he was in the back with some girls. And uh, he told Quinn that he didn't look like he was uh, looking too straight. Like, like he's, he's not, like, you know, seeing straight now. Shanga. 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 Songa. Songa. Yes. Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. And basically made fun of him. So I guess they're going to wrestle, but Sangha apparently is just the chillest dude now. Yeah, he's just like chilling all the time. Every time I see him, he's just hanging out with women and just like hanging out. Just <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Um. Then this match took a turn, or this show took a turn, because we had the Diet wrestle in their hoods. And this was the slowest match I've ever seen. <laughs> they did a whole lot of nothing. Um, and they ended up winning with a spike DDT. The whole crowd was just chanting "Take your mask off" the whole time. That was all they. And this was this was nah. Yeah, and and Joe Gacy did another stupid promo. You know yeah. what though? One thing came out of this, Ryan. You know what that is? We finally know Joe Gacy's gimmick. You know what Joe Gacy's gimmick is? <laughs> No. His gimmick is the personality sucker. He, he sucked the personality out of these two. Anybody that's going to join his group, their personality is just going to be gone. They're just going to he's going to suck their personality dry. That's his gimmick. Pretty much, yeah. This this was yeah. Um and then we well, if you didn't know this show was um taped or pre-recorded, you did after this next segment because two dimes walks out. Yeah. Um, he was fired, by the way. <laughs> How awkward was this segment? This was weird because D'Angelo is apparently injured right now, and two dimes is fired, and they were both in the not ring. Only, not only that, it wasn't just that he was out there, he was a focal point of the fucking problem. Yeah. That's what's so crazy is they like where are they they're gonna do this, and he's probably gonna have like a segment next week, but he's fired. Like it's so weird. Yeah, they didn't think that through. Yeah, so this was obviously pre-recorded. I don't know why, but I guess they decide not to go live anymore. Maybe that's a good thing. It's probably a good thing. Well, these people probably shouldn't be wrestling on live TV. <laughs> let's no. give them, let's record it. So if something happens, we can uh, edit it out. Maybe that's why those matches were only like three minutes. Cause they, Maybe they're wrong. They, had to, mess up. they had to edit a lot out. Yeah. Um, then we had Braun Breaker and Duke Hudson in an NXT title match. Uh, this was not very long either. Braun Breaker gets the win. After the match, Cameron Grimes comes out, and I guess they're going to wrestle on Great American Bash. So, so random. Mm-hmm. There you go. Then we have the debut of Giovanni Vinci, the former oh, Fabian, 
Fabian Eichner. What'd you think, Nathan? What the hell was this fucking entrance? Is he a model? Or, like, I don't know what his gimmick is. He would look at the, he would look at the camera, and then it would freeze. They yeah. put his name under the, he put his name under his face, and then we'd go back to him moving again. Yeah, it was, it was, this was, so I, I died. I really don't know what this gimmick is. Um, He's got another goddamn smiling gimmick. It's fucking Bobby Roode main roster is what this is. Um, he won with a last ride sit down spinning power bomb, which was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was uh basically what uh what uh oh man the guy that's uh getting all that heat in New Japan right now because they might quit. What's the Oh, um, Omega's best friend, the golden, the golden guy. <laughs> God damn, we're we're on our game today. Oh, we're all tired. Uh, uh, Kota Ibushi. Yeah, Kota Ibushi. That, that was yeah, his it was finisher. like the, the what was his name? That the, what did he call it? Like the Silver Star Power Bomb or something? I think it was a Golden Star. Golden bomb, Star. Yeah. yeah, it was like the Golden Star or something. Yeah. Yeah, that Ibushi shit's weird, by the way. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, and then uh, we had a tag team match: Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Troy Two Dimes Donovan and Stacks, uh, with Hayes and Williams getting the win. Um, so again, he's fired. And yet he had two segments on this show. <laughs> then your main event: six woman tag: Indy Cora and Roxanne Perez versus a Toxic Attraction, and uh, Roxy Roxy Cora and Indy get the win. So, maybe weird finish here. Yeah, weird finish because Cora Jade hits a move, hits her finisher, the senton yeah. has her pinned, has her pinned, but tags out so Roxy can get the pin. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. What the hell was that? I don't know. Uh, they just wanted Roxy's hand to get the win, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> so weird. I saw that. I was like, "Why wouldn't she just pin her?" <laughs> yeah, interesting. All right, we're gonna go through dynamite now. This was their special road rager show. It sure yeah, made me I rage. Out, I found out why it was called road rager, Ryan. Yeah. For some reason, they never, never promoted this, but. It's been one year since they've been on the road. Like, this is their one-year anniversary of getting back on the road. That's why they call it Road Rager. But they never said that. It's also so called Road Rager because it made all the fans rage. Well, that too. Uh, Chris Jericho, Ortiz, hair versus hair match. Um, all I can say is the Jericho Appreciation Society is now way too big. <laughs> well, that, that and, I mean, the match was okay. It's just, it's Jericho, and I'm tired of him. But the match was okay. Uh, Jericho got the win because Fuego Del Sol interfered, which you could clearly see Fuego uh, was a little taller than normal. Yeah, he was a little bit more jacked, too. And a little, little, better, bit. little better body than Fuego. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned out to be 
Of course, Sammy Guevara. He's already done this once, Ryan. He did it back when they were a group before, and he dressed up as uh, Serpent yeah. Pentico or whatever. They yeah, are. they are literally recycling their own shit now. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now he is a part of the Jericho Appreciate Society, which his wife is now too. So, yay. Um, then Warlow beat 20 people. This was fucking obnoxious. I don't use that word often. This was fucking stupid. I, what was this? Yeah, this was pretty bad. It uh, went on way too long. Yeah. So what happened here? I think Tony Khan, do you, have you seen that? Have you ever seen that like video of Kevin Nash and WCW just mowing through people? Yeah. And that's what this was. I think Tony Khan saw that. It's like, oh, we could do that. It was a word though. And that's what this, it just, this was stupid. It was. We're over two of matches right now. Well, and then after after the match, apparently American top teams bad guys again. They flip flop more than Big Show. This is so. I cannot keep track of anything on this show. Who's healing face? It's so just. And I, for some reason, I don't know why, but. Uh, uh, Hughes, Matt, Matt Hughes, and uh, Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley were sitting in the crowd front row, <laughs> and uh, so they got in the ring. And uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mark Sterling. No, no. Oh, Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert wanted them to attack Wardlow, yeah. but Wardlow apparently is from the same area as them. Yeah, I guess they're all okay. from St. Louis. I guess. Yeah, so apparently that was enough for them to not attack him, uh, which is weird. Hey, and, we're from the same town. I'm not going to beat you up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Even though it's we're those from Ohio. And not only that, okay, so they're supposed to be still part of American Top Team. That's going to be a weird day of work the next day. Yeah, I, I decided not to do what you told me to do because, uh, you know, <laughs> this guy was from the same ta- same area as me. Same area. Uh, um, <laughs> by the way, yeah. Woodley's from Missouri. Hughes is from yeah. Illinois and Wardlow's yeah. from Ohio. That's yeah. now considered the same area. <laughs> All Midwest, I guess, Ron. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, power bombed, uh, Sterling. Sterling and gay. Yeah. So we're going to get that TV title match eventually. Eventually. Uh, then we had the only, the, the best match. Of the night, uh, Will Ospreay and Dax Harwood. These two men went out and had a fantastic match. Um, awesome. Dax Harwood is amazing, and I have a little bit more respect for Ospreay now. I always thought he was just a, a flippy dude, but he can wrestle. He doesn't. He, he did some good shit here. Um, but uh, it was obviously Ospreay who wins uh, with the hidden blade. Little, little weird because like. Hardwood got up and kind of just like turned his like turned his back to him. <laughs> like it was like a little awkward. Um Osprey gets the win and then United Empire show up. Um to it, but Cash Wheel Rapongi Vice and then <sighs> then Orange Cassidy. Yeah, we got the returning Orange Cassidy. And you have one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Well, not of all. Wow, I am 
Grace Wilson today will all spray. And you're going to put him in a match against Orange Cassidy. Are you stupid? <laughs> all, all, all because Orange Cassidy is Tony Khan's favorite wrestler. Oh, my God. You're wasting the talents of more. I And look, Orange Cassidy's had some decent matches, but this gimmick is so stupid that it takes everything away from I don't care about it. And now you're making me not care for a Will Ospreay match because you're putting him in there with Orange fucking Cassidy. Ruined it. I was kind of excited to see him because well, Will Ospreay never wrestles in America, hardly. So it's like, this is awesome. We're getting to see him wrestle on American soil. I don't have to watch New Japan at four in the morning to see him wrestle, but I have to watch him wrestle fucking Orange Cassidy. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Moxley and Tanahashi had a uh, like little little thing. This was weird. Um, then Jericho shows up. And then uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society grew even more. Apparently. Because now, Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara are not only in the group, but apparently El Desperado and Lance Archer. What? Uh, he said that they were on loan from uh, 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 Suzuki. Suzuki Goon, yeah. Uh, uh, this is leading to... So, <laughs> this is a weird match. This is the most... Put together random shit I've ever seen. Yeah, so we got a sixth man tag with Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara. And Guevara. Versus Kingston, Yuta, and Shooter Amuno. I don't even know who that is. What? (laughs) Oh my God, this was stupid. (laughs) This was so dumb. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Page and Miro and the All-Atlantic Championship qualifier. This went the way we all thought it was going to go. Miro gets the win. Ethan Page looked good. This was this was decent, but Miro wins. Yeah. Uh, it was... The match was a little clunky, but it was all right. Um, Tony Storm and Britt Baker had a very decent match. Um, they went back and forth. Really, really fun match. Uh, Tony Storm gets the win. And then Thunder Rosa made her, um, you know, five-second appearance like she always makes. <laughs> she yeah. just had her title and pointed at Storm. And that's how we know that they're going to wrestle at some point because she came out <laughs> and pointed at her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony Storm hit a hip attack in this match. That was just brutal. Yeah. And... I thought Britt Breaker was really hurt. She sold me big time. Yeah, she yeah, it was really this was a good match. Um, but then she just rolled her up. So it was yeah. it was it, she was a swerve, but yeah, they, they, that hip attack was awesome. <laughs> ah, she hit her hard. Uh, um then we had Cole and White and Hangman and all this, and apparently so who's Hangman gonna who's 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 Jay White gonna wrestle here? Well, no one of these two. He he attacked Hangman, said it's he's not wrestling him. He walked right past uh, Adam Cole, didn't even look at him, and said he's not wrestling him. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe they both get frustrated. They talk it their way into a three-way. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it'll be a three-way. 
Um, and then we had the worst ladder match I think I've ever seen. Pretty bad. Uh, Dragon Express defeating the tag titles against the Young Bucks. This was basically a squash match. This, it was. It really was. I think the bi- only thing that uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus really, really got off off was uh, a big Hurricane Rana that L- Jungle Boy did. Yeah. And then that was it. Like, they just, everything, they went through all the tables. Yeah, they, all the ladders, everything. Yeah, they took all the drops off the ladders. Like, it was, this was a ladder squash match, which I've never seen in my life. Yeah. Um, the ending comes, Luchasaurus is on top of the ladder. Um, Young Bucks push the ladder over, and the he crashes through all four tables on the outside. Um, Jungle Boy tries climbing. He gets pulled off. They hit him with the dumb BTE trigger. Young Bucks just climb up like nothing's happened this whole match and grab the titles, and they're the new champions. It was stupid. But then after the match, Christian Cage gets into the ring, and he's checking on Jungle Boy, but then hits him with the, with the kill switch. Um, and then delivers a concerto. So Christian has officially turned heel on Jungle Boy. He got into it with Jungle Boy's, I guess it was his mom and his sister. Yeah. Um, and he said, you raised a piece of shit, which was hilarious. And by the way, apparently the wild hair just runs in that family. Uh, yeah. What the Holy hell? Shit. They look exactly like him. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty nuts. I was like, that well, was that's pretty nuts. I was like, well, that's clearly his parents, or his mom. Like, I was like, and sister, Jesus. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. So maybe um, the only good thing I can say from this is maybe this leads to a Jungle Boy like good singles run. Yeah, and I hope he just drops with Jasaurus, honestly. Yeah, and maybe yeah. they'll just let him get the win over Christian, and he'll get a good push here. And maybe, yeah, that'd something. be great. But that would that, be great. Uh, this show um, was not good, and the ratings reflected it too. So, yeah. Uh, so, the chair shot that he gave uh, Jungle Boy apparently, I don't know if it's a work or not, but he had blood coming out of his head. Yeah. And uh, they carted him off. I don't know. Let's hope he's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, man, for a special show, this was not. Like, not great. Right. All right. Well, since we are, for context, we are recording this early, so um, we haven't watched Impact or NXT UK yet. Um, so we don't know what happened there, but we do know Slammiversary is coming up. Nice segue. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so we're going to jump into... Our little uh, little preview and our predictions for Slammiverse. This is going to be quick, I promise. We're not going to. All right, well, we got breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful Select just announced that Randy Orton has two herniated discs that require surgery and will be out of action for 9 to 12 months. Holy shit. That's not even the rest of this year. That's till, like, middle of next. That's, like, summer next year. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, there you go. Well, WWE's day just got worse. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's only June, and it feels like WWE is just having the worst year of their, like, ever. But they're still making record profits, but. All right. 
So, Slammiversary, this is the show of a bunch of gimmick matches. Um, I would expect nothing less from Impact. And a lot of multi-man matches. Including, we're not going to do a prediction for this because it's on the pre-show, but on the pre-show, Nathan, they're doing everybody's favorite match. Yeah, the reverse battle royal. <laughs> they're doing the dumbest match in the Impact history. This has got to be doing it just because it's a joke, right? Like, they just... It's gotta be. Um, but they are doing the reverse battle royal on the pre-show for nothing. <laughs> just just because, I guess. I don't know what it's for. Um, and then also on the pre-show, Rich Swan will defend the digital media championship against Brian Myers. Um, Matt Cardona like lost the title, but he never gave it to Rich Swan. And then isn't it, isn't Brian Myers' contract up? I think he's on a per appearance deal. Yeah. Um, but Mike Cardona never lost this title. Well, he lost it at a wrestling revolver event. He never gave it to Rich Swan, and then he appeared on a Zoom call and gave the title to Brian Myers. So Brian Myers will be holding the championship going into this match, but Rich Swan is actually the champion. <laughs> what the freaking hell? <laughs> so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches on the main card to talk about. Like I said, a lot of multi-man matches and a lot of gimmick matches. So this is going to be fun. Um, if, if you don't know how we do this real quick, we pick a winner. We assign a point total one through seven. Um, you get the patch right. You get that many points. The winner will, of course, be the predictions champion and hold this beautiful title that's right above my head. Um, I am the current champion going into this because I got... Hell in a Cell, correctly. I won that Hell in a Cell, so I am going in as the champion. Uh, we will have Jeff's picks as well. He's not here, but he did send his picks in via text. So, all right. First matchup, the influence, Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood versus Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. Uh, Taya Valkyrie and Rosemary are teaming up unwillingly here. Um, they, they don't want to be partners, but they are partners. So another one of those story ones. That tells me they're going to win. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I'll save them for three points. Yeah, that's what I was saying as well. Um, they usually weed them. Uh, Jeff is going with the influence um, for four points. I'm with you. I think Ty and Rosemary win this thing. I'm not a big fan of the influence. Um I used to be a big fan of uh, Tennille Dashwood, but I think she's got the impact and just has been phoning it in. Um, so I'm not a big fan of them. So I think Ty and Rosemary get the win. I'm going to go four points. Uh, problem is she's been with impact almost three years now, and she's been phoning it in the whole time. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Sammy Callahan versus Moose in a Monsters Ball match. Sammy Callahan made his return a couple months ago, I think, weeks ago. And uh, Moose never got his rematch for the title, but now he's in a feud with Sammy Callahan. So I don't yeah. know. Who, this is a weird one because Sammy Callahan just came back, but Moose is also kind of needs a, a if they're gonna like keep him strong, he kind of needs a win here. He's been losing a yeah, lot. Yeah, this, this is a tough spot. I'm gonna say Moose pulls it out somehow. Uh, but I'm not confident on that. Two points. That's weird. Uh, Jeff did the exact same thing. Uh, Moose for two points. I'm going the other way, though. I think Sammy 
wins this thing. I think he just came back, um, and I think he might be the next challenger for the title. So I think they're going to give him the win here over Moose. Sammy Callahan, three points. Yeah, ten man tag team match. My favorite match. <laughs> yeah. The Impact OGs, Shelly Saban and Kazarian, Nick Aldis, who was just announced, I guess, today. <laughs> and another person to be announced versus Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, and Vincent honor no more yeah i guess nick aldis was just announced on today's show because that was not on here when i was at this earlier so nick yeah aldis. so they gotta win this the the originals because i mean you ain't gonna have these originals come back just to lose yeah on your 20 on your 20 on your 20th anniversary show just saying yep so yep going with the originals five points um, yeah, Jeff's going OGs as well, uh, with the six points. I'm going to make this a clean sweep across the board. Um, I, I don't see a reason why they would lose this match. Uh, Donner no more barely win anything anyway. So, I mean, this would be par for the course for them. So, uh, I'm going with the originals. This is my lock, actually. I'm gonna make this my lock of the night. Seven points. Uh, tag team title match. Impact. Uh, the Briscoes defending against the Good Brothers. We've seen this match. I didn't really want to see it again. No. But here we are. Um, Briscoes get the win here. I feel like they just won the titles, so I don't see how you can have them lose. So uh, six points for me. Yeah, there's a lot of factors in going in here because, you know, they just won the titles. They just beat the Good Brothers. And the one of the Good Brothers is a champion in, in New Japan. So, yeah. I Yeah, all signs point to them keeping these belts. Uh, seven points. Ooh, what's the walk? Jeff did a weird one here. I, I wish he was here to explain his reasoning behind this one. Because um, <laughs> he only went one point, and I'm not sure why. But here we go. Uh, next up, we have two multi-person matches, so either anyone can win. First, we have the Queen of the Mountain match for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. Yes. Talk about another stupid match. That match is back. Uh, if you don't know the rules for this match, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's yeah. a reverse. So you have the reverse battle royal in this mat in this show, and the reverse ladder match. Yes, but you also have to pin or make someone submit to qualify to hold the title to put it up. Oh, my God. If you get pinned or submitted, you have to go in a penalty box for like a minute or two minutes or something. I'm going to have to watch this just to see the madness unfold. Uh, But it is Tasha Steele's defending the title against Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. Uh, Mickey James is there as a special guest enforcer for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, This one's interesting because Mia Yim just came back. Um, so you would think they might want to give her a run, but it is a multi-woman match, so she can lose without being, you know, pinned, really. Um, I don't know where to go with this one. I'm I'm honestly, this one's the one that's it's kind of stumped me. Who's um, all the people? Tasha Seals, Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, Mia Yim. Man. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a little limb here. I am the champion. I probably shouldn't go out on a limb. <laughs> but 
I'm going to go out and win. I want to say Jordan Grace wins this one for one point. Oh, man. Uh, what do I got left from points-wise? You've I know used, I got six. You've used seven, five, two, and three. So you've got one, four, and six. All right, I'll put four points Ooh. on Deanna Prosno. I think she gets her belt back here. Uh, nobody gets pinned, so it's she can she can win without beating somebody. I think I think she gets it back, and I think uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who what this leads to, but <laughs> I don't know. I think she gets it back. Um, Jeff going me again for five points, which is plausible. I mean that. These multi-person matches. And hey, speak that, of that, we have another that one. Might, that might win him this thing, let me tell you. We have another multi-person match. Ultimate X! Because they're just throwing every gimmick match they've ever done. <laughs> it's like on this show, I'm telling you. Monster Ball, the, Reverse Battle Royal, Ultimate if X. They had the, if they had the six-sided ring still, they could have the six sides of steel. They need, yeah. They need to do like the, they should have do the Feast or Fired, and then that would have been... Yeah, would have been all of them. Um, so it was ultimate X match for the X Division title champion Ace Austin going in defending against Kenny King, Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel, Jack Evans, and Alex Zane. I think three of these people don't actually, or two of these people don't actually work for Impact. So interesting. Um, I don't know. Ah, uh, I I went with this guy before, and and he's let me down. I think this is the time they pull the trigger. Mike Bailey wins two points. Ah. Uh, uh, I can't go against my ace Austin, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only going to cost me one point. So one point, ace Austin. Uh, jo- uh, Jeff going on a little bit of a whim, I would say. He's got Alex Zane winning for three points. Hmm. I don't know if he's signed with the company or not. I think I know Jack Evans, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And your main events, just a normal match. <laughs> a singles match, which is surprising for this show. <laughs> I figured this match would this be, could have been This could have been the cage match right here. Yeah. A uh, singles match for the Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander defending against Eric Young. Um, I feel like this is a no-brainer. I mean, he just won it two months ago. Surely they, surely they would not screw him twice. Well, surely they're not going to have Eric Young win the title like two anniversaries in a row. <laughs> right? Didn't he come back uh, last year or two years ago, whatever? I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that it's uh, – that, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, six points, Ryan, that, that he keeps the title. Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm on that train as well. I've only got five left, so that is five. Josh or Josh Alexander. Jeff's going with his lock. Seven points, Josh Alexander across the board. So clean sweep there by Josh Alexander. I think that one's kind of a no-brainer of the night. Um Yeah. That uh I don't know. This show is going to be very interesting. I'm definitely going to check this out because I'm intrigued by some of these matches just to see how they pull these off. Yeah. Uh, um, so anniversary this weekend. Uh, so 
starting next week, we're going to change this up. We'll have a new name, a new format. Um, we're still going to be covering wrestling and video games, but we are going to be doing all in one now. Um, and we're going to, we're not going to be talking sports anymore. I mean, we might mention like the UFC or something sometimes. Um, but we're going to kind of change this up a little bit uh, starting Monday or Tuesday. Uh, on the Tuesday show, we'll be covering SmackDown, Rampage, and Slammiversary. Plus, we'll have, we have a lot of new segments and a lot of new stuff coming your way. So, same time as the other podcasts, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. So, it's still going to be coming to you at the same time. It's going to look a little different. It may sound a little different. Um, a little bit different uh, stuff, but uh, I think it's for the better. I think we, we need to, we're going to change things up a little bit. And we can be on the forefront of news when it happens. Yeah, I like that. Instead of waiting till today to talk about something that happened last weekend. <laughs> I agree. I think it's better. So, again, new name. Uh, there will be a poll up on Twitter sometime um, discussing, you know, just letting you guys see what we're coming up with with names and see if you like any of them. And if that one gets a positive response, well, damn it, we're going to do it. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be doing just video games and wrestling, kind of a niche thing, but I think most people now, if you're into wrestling, you're into video games, it seems to be kind of like a thing, you know, most people, not everybody, but, uh, so we hope you enjoy it. Uh, again, this is the last time we're doing just a strictly straight wrestling episode, but again, we're going to split it up, give us more time to cover everything without going two hours long. Um, we can go kind of in depth on all the shows without, you know, having a streaming long shows. So. That's our plan. So uh, for the last time, uh, this has been the SSS pod. Um, I'm going to have to come up with a new outro uh, <laughs> next week. Um, follow all the social medias, Sabri, ENT, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. So for Nathan, I am Ryan. For the last time, reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Ha <laughs> ha